Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast, outworking the competition while they're still sleeping. Each and every weekend, we're in the office and we are earning it. Got a new microphone. Hope you guys like it. New podcast set up that I'm playing with. I'm always experimenting here on the podcast. I'm always trying to change things up, make things better, and make improvements, etc. And it's a great example of change is opportunity. And adversity often creates change. There's been a lot of adversity lately, that's for sure, especially those of us here in Oklahoma. In the Midwest, we had record low temperatures for 10 days, power outages, all kinds of things. I'm sure you've seen it on the news. Oklahoma and Texas really got hit. Um, I can say that myself personally was minimal in the aspect of affected my life, but it affected a lot of my clients, it affected my business for sure. It affected a lot of people around me and other people more than than others. Of course, we're all still being affected by COVID-19 and all the limitations on our business from that, social lives, interactions, et cetera, as well. But the bigger picture, the the silver lining, the positive that we're going to take from this is that adversity is has a potential to create success. If you're willing to look for it, if you're willing to work for it, if you're willing to be creative, problem solve, and then go through the process, and I'm going to explain that process to you today, it's four steps between adversity and success. It sounds simple. I do. I have the notes here. I'm going to explain that, but I will explain each of these four steps in detail and allow you to understand how you can apply this to any business, any entrepreneurial pursuit, self-brand, your career, your all of these things can take these ideas of creating opportunity from adversity, ultimately developing something that is successful and something that is manageable and continue on with it moving on in the future. Not just a overnight sensation, not just a one-time viral success, but real success. So we'll start with step number one, which is what we've been talking about is adversity. Adversity, although most people want to avoid it, it does create potential for opportunity. Opportunity definitely comes from adversity. Now, typically, we like to learn our lessons from our mistakes, and those mistakes, hopefully, are very small. Small mistakes, small lessons, small things that we can do to make changes that we can learn from, that we can adapt and make better moving forward. That is the staple of business development. That is how someone goes from a startup to a real business is making mistakes, having adversity, having things that don't turn out the way you expect them to, learning from those mistakes, taking that data, pushing back into the process and moving forward better the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, every single time, making things better because you take what you learn from the outcome of the last time you did it and roll that back into the next time that you do it. This could be something as dramatic as product development where there's product ID one, ID two, ID three, or it could be something simple as your internal processes or something in the customer service that people don't actually realize. You don't stop everything to tell them you're making the change, but you definitely make notes, adapt, and make those changes as you move forward. So adversity is opportunity or potential 
for creating opportunity. That is step number one is recognizing that when things don't go well, and it could be small, like we just discussed, or it could be huge things like 10-day ice storms or COVID-19 making your business uh, very difficult to manage. These are This is adversity, but there is opportunity in that adversity. Obviously, people who are making face masks right now, people who are producing plexiglass shields, people that are uh, the cleaning services that come to a business and do the deep cleaning, uh, these are opportunities for those businesses to provide service of value, product or service of value that people want, need, and are very interested in right now because of COVID-19. Now, it's always good to have a clean business. It's always good to have great hygiene, great physical health, all these things. We understand that. But the focus is different now because of COVID-19. So there are people who, if they're and if they're providing a high-quality product, I'm not talking about these counterfeiters who are trying to fail, sell fake masks. Not that at all, right? We're ethical on this program. We never talk about things that are unethical or cutting corners. But the adversity of COVID-19 has created opportunities for people to fill a void. A delivery of food, e-commerce, uh, shipping directly to your house, curbside pickups, uh, you know, setting stuff up on an app and then coming and pick it up. And it's changing the process. Now we're watching movies at home that used to be first run in the theater only, etc. Everyone is adapting, adopting, and changing their business to COVID-19. That adversity is creating the opportunity for someone to either find a better way, invent a better mousetrap. You can't have a better mousetrap if you don't have mice to begin with. Think about that. And how to do what you do better or provide a service for someone else to allow them to do what they do better, creating value in the process. That's the opportunity that exists every time there's adversity. At the very minimum, adversity provides you an opportunity to learn a lesson and move forward with better knowledge than you had the first time, the second time. But at in a big picture situation like this, whole industries, whole segments can be created because the way we used to do business doesn't exist anymore or is highly limited by something like COVID-19. Dining in plastic igloos was definitely not on anyone's list 380 days ago because we're we're past the 365-day mark on COVID-19. But now there's an opportunity for it. So learning from the challenges of adversity is lesson two. This is the second step. Understanding that adversity creates opportunity. And then from that, there is the opportunity to either learn lessons, to adapt and improve what you're already doing, create something new, or change the way you're doing it. These are the opportunities that are invested in front of you if you learn from the mistakes, if you learn from the setback, if you let the adversity tell you and explain to you and show you, and if you're creative in your problem solving, adversity will be the problem. How you solve the problem will be the opportunity if you're willing to do it and you're willing to get outside the box and understand that you can't just go on 
business as usual. There is no how we've always done it in these situations. If adversity is great, it absolutely can't rely on how we've always done it. So instead, you have to focus on how you can do it moving forward, provide value for your customer, your clients, your audience, and then understand the economics on the backside of it is how you develop it into something that's profitable. It has to be profitable or your business won't continue on. Just breaking even is not enough. You have to have profit because the way a lot of businesses are surviving this last year of downturn because of COVID is because they had previous profits that they could rely on. They could bring those profits forward and equal out, make them whole in this situation. Those profits are probably running out by now. And so now we've got to get back into profit mode. Profit's not a bad thing. Excessive profit can be a different conversation, but businesses need profit so that they can survive lean times. Every, just because you're profitable today, this week, this month, doesn't mean you'll always be. So learning your lessons from the challenges, learning the lessons from that adversity puts in front of us by being open-minded to the fact that that is an opportunity, being creative, breaking out of our mold, and trying to move ourselves forward as opposed to trying to move ourselves backwards as to how we did it before COVID, before the ice storm, before the technology changed, etc. If you could go back to before, then Blockbuster would be a thing and Netflix wouldn't. But that's not the case, is it? You have to move forward with whatever adversity comes in front of you or you become Blockbuster. Yesterday's news. GameStop is figuring that out right now as well. A lot of businesses are being pushed around by new technology, new ways of doing business, new preferences by their audience. You have to adapt, adopt, change, or you're out of business. That leads you to step three. Growth comes from change. Stop and think about that. So adversity has created an opportunity. We have learned lessons. We have seen things that are not working. And so we need to move forward in a different way, a better way. We put our ideas together. We take those lessons and we move them into something different. Now we are growing our business because we have embraced the change. Changing from the way we used to do it, the way we're going to do it in 2020, 2021, the way we'll do it post-COVID, the way we do it when there's a snowstorm, the way we do it in the winter versus the way we do it in the summer. This change is the opportunity to grow. Businesses need to grow, continually grow, or they'll be moving backwards. And it's like back to the conversation, if you can't be profitable, then you can't survive. So in a way to be profitable and keep your business operating and surviving and moving forward is growing your business. Now, that's not necessarily a vertical growth. It doesn't necessarily equate into more cash flow, more sales. That's the easy way of looking at business growth. But there is growth in your reach, growth in the opportunities you create for your business, growth in the channels and the markets that you could be in or that you're doing some business in, which creates opportunity in the future if you're able to capitalize on it. Growth can be adding people back into your business or technology or some other type of infrastructure that allows you to do business better, to do it, to do it either meeting the standard that is today, because something like a COVID-19 standard is different than the pre-COVID standard, what it'll be in the future, doing something better, outperforming your competition, outperforming your past self, which is your real competition, and continuing to meet the expectations of your audience. That's the key to being successful in business. You have to always be growing in that because your audience is always going to be increasing and changing their preferences and expectations. 
The audience doesn't stay stagnant, so your business can't stay stagnant. The way you are the opposite of stagnant in businesses have a continual mindset of growth. Growth comes from change. Every time you change something, you have the potential to grow. You have the potential to do something better and different moving forward because that change is coming from the information that we learn from the negative impact, the adversity. So adversity created an opportunity. That opportunity informed us. It educated us. It told us what we could do better. That change to do it better now creates the potential for growth. If your business is growing, you're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. If your business isn't growing, you're going the wrong direction. You have the potential to fail and ultimately fail to a point where the business can't exist anymore. But if you're growing, you're going in the right direction. That leads you to step number four. The last step is how do you capitalize on the growth created by change, the change coming from the opportunity that came from adversity, step one to step four, the way you capitalize on all this, the way you become ultimately successful is managing your growth. Growing your business in the way it needs to grow in order to meet your audience expectation, to out compete your competition, to provide the service in the industry, in the market that you're in, to position yourself in a most advantageous way and work efficiently and effectively internally so that your profit margin is good. We've talked many times today about the need and the potential for profit margin, which is not a bad thing. Profit margin is okay. Don't get stuck on that. If you're growing, if you're profiting, if you're reinvesting that in your growth, now you become creating a cycle of growth and mindset of growth that managing that process, being good at taking what you learn in adversity, applying that to moving something new and creating new opportunities for yourself, the growth opportunities is what creates ultimate success. So you can't grow too slow. I think that's pretty obvious. I don't have to explain that too much to you. If you're growing too slow, you're not getting where you need to, and eventually, typically, you run out of money, you become frustrated, you run out of inspiration, you run out of motivation, and you fall off the runway. The end of the runway is what they call it in, in venture capital funding. So your runway runs out if you grow too slow. You also, though, don't want to grow too fast. And that might sound like a little bit of an oxymoron. But if you have so much growth, so much attention, so many transactions, so much conversion that you can't manage it, it goes back to setting and meeting expectations. If your audience expectations are one thing and you can't achieve it because you don't have the manpower, the infrastructure, you're not prepared for it, you didn't know it was coming then you have grown too fast and now you're going to actually, instead of having people not happy, disappointed in you and then not happy and actually may possibly even mad at you and the potential of never repeating their business with you because your transaction wasn't achieved the way they expected it to, you've grown too fast. That audience expectation and the ability to repeat that business is a major key to business success. Repeatable business is the best business you can have. I'm going to say it one more time because it's that important. Repeatable business is that important. It's the most important thing that you can do is create repeatable business. It costs you the less money, least amount of money for a second transaction and a third transaction, a fourth transaction from the client that you initially had to do your marketing and outreach and conversion process sales. 
in order to get, convert, take their money, provide the product or service, all in a great way, customer service, et cetera. They walk out the door. The next time they walk in, it's an easier process. First of all, they'll walk in because their first experience was good. Second of all, they know what to expect. You know what to expect. All you have to do is meet that expectation. Then they get to a point where they'll be willing to refer you to others, let people know, talk about it on their social media, all kinds of promotion for you because you continue to set and meet expectations. Repeatable business and ultimately ends up in brand ambassadors and referrals and all of the word of mouth marketing that is hugely powerful and when done right can create massive amounts of success for a business. So that's the goal is creating repeatable business because it's the most cost-effective version of business. But you can take that one step further. If you can create repeatable business that is predictable, if you can create an opportunity so that every so many days, so many weeks, every, every Monday, whatever the scenario is, where the customer who's already a customer can repeat that on a regular basis, now your best customer becomes your best business opportunity, becomes your most profitable opportunity, and then you can start planning the rest of your business around that predictable sale, that predictable business transaction. And the ultimate level is when it becomes so predictable, becomes like clockwork, becomes a known entity, something you can actually bank on. When you can take the predictability of your best customers, the consistency in which they, they continue to buy, the level of expectation that they have for you that you meet. You can then, as you expand your business, continue growth. If you need to take a loan, you want to take a partner, if you want to take an investment from venture capital, if you want to invest money that you're making in new equipment, in infrastructure, in new people, in new marketing, whatever it is, you know that you have repeatable bankable business that's already happening. And so the experimentation in your marketing, the changes to your uh, adding new equipment or new people, having to imp imp change what you do on a normal rec day in order to add the new things, how you incorporate it, etc. All of this process is taking you away from what you normally do, but you can grow your business because you know that predictable transaction is going to come behind it. So you can take the chance. You can take the risk. Business also needs risk. And smart risk is different than just simply taking risk. Don't take risk for the sake of taking risk. Take risk so that you can create an, an a advertorial situation that is good for you. It's not adversarial in a bad way, but actually adversarial in a good way because it's something you managed, you, you actually engaged in in order to make change, to learn those lessons, to develop the opportunity so that you can grow, that you can manage that growth, and then you are successful. There it is. Back to the beginning. Step one to step four and step four back to step one. Everything starts with something that seems as an adversity, but it's really a lesson and an opportunity. If you manage that opportunity well, you can grow your business. If you can manage the growth of your business, you're ultimately successful. That's where we end up. I told you we would get there in just four steps. We did this, that in 21 minutes here on the Neo Marketing, not the Neo Marketing, that's my business podcast. This is the Saturday Morning Hustle. The Neo Marketing Podcast would definitely like this same topic because it's a good business topic, but we are 
in the office on Saturday, hustling and grinding while our competition is still sleeping. This is the Saturday morning hustle. There's no doubt about it. We just discussed four steps between adversity and success. I hope you dug it. Let me, let me know. Give me some feedback. Give me a thumbs up. Give me the heart. Give me the like. Leave a re- review. Leave a comment. Hit me up on social media. Let me know what you think about the discussion. Do you think those four steps are in the right order? Do you think I missed something? Do you think I oversimplified something? Do you think I complicated it? However it is, I want to hear your feedback on the Saturday morning hustle. Until next week, be good. Keep growing. Keep learning from your mistakes. Keep taking that adversity head on and creating change from it, from the challenges that you see. And do something good for someone else at the same time. So until next week. See you.